meet somebody and y'all like instantly click like y'all instantly form like a, a cool bond well my next guest is that person my guest today is no other than cj warfield of the group beyond it first question i gotta ask how did you even get in the group beyond it <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm straight for the juggler. <laughs> no, 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 no. All good, all good. So, I've had a relationship with all three of the guys for a really long time. Jesse, I've known the longest. We met, God, in 2007. Dang. Yeah, about yeah, about late 2007, um, 2000, early 2008, somewhere in there. But we had met. He was going to Indiana State at the time. I was going to Vincennes. And I came up to Indiana State for a rehearsal and Jesse was playing the bass. And I was like, yo, this dude is dude is killing on bass. And we had met and we've been cool literally from from that day. Me and Joe, we met about 2011 and we were getting ready for a live recording. And uh, and then me and Dan, I've known Dion since about since about 2011, too. I was playing at a gig. And I seen Dion on piano, and I was like, "Yo, this dude is killing." So, and then we uh, started a group. And before <laughs> before D before Dion came in, I met Brandon around the same time in 2011. And Sean, I actually met when we were getting ready for a live recording too. And uh, we had the group together, and then uh, then we did Strange Arrange. Um, I didn't know what that was. At it was one of those things. I was like, right. what is strange ring? What is this? What's going on? Right. And they showed, and actually it was funny because they showed me the competition in 2012. Um, and I was like, oh, this is pretty, this is pretty cool. And mm -hmm. I saw it and everything. <clears throat> so we all started coming with ideas. And then, uh, <clears throat> then Stranger Range 20, Stranger Range 2014 happened. We did the audition. We got in. And then, uh, after yeah, that. One. Yeah. <laughs> and that's know, and that's wild as stuff. I mean, the first time y'all get in the competition, y'all win. Yeah, that's bananas. <laughs> that's bananas. <laughs> and you didn't even know what it was, and you won. I didn't. I didn't know what it was. And then it's like, then I studied it. I was like, okay, cool. Like you put like certain stuff on and everything like that. It's literally Stranger Things was a showcase. Was a showcase strictly for musicians. It's like we get to show what we can do on the stage by ourselves. We just get to kind of flip certain songs, you know. So that's how the Skype, of course, Skype came in, and right. we were, uh, yeah, we just we were blessed and fortunate to to do that. So yeah, Brandon had came up with oh, that Skype idea, and yeah, Brandon came up with that Skype idea, and we all were like, <laughs> like it was almost so automatic. We were like, yeah, we we need to put that in. Like we got in, and we were like, yeah, that was the first thing that we put in. So that's nuts. <laughs> Well, who's your influencers as far as music goes? Um, Stevie. Stevie Wonder is a definite influence. Uh, Michael Jackson is another one. Stevie is my influence. Danny's always going to be, my cousin is always going to be my inspiration. Right. So, so the reason the reason why I do what I do is because of him. He's he a producer. He, he mainly he, introduced you to me. Pretty much. Like, yeah. he's a producer, he's a musician, he's a songwriter, the whole nine. Mm -hmm. And everything that he's done, I said, I always wanted to do it. And so now mm -hmm. I'm in this place where I'm, I can I'm, I can call myself a producer, I can call myself a musician, and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was, I sent a track. I was like, oh boy, here we go. 
happened. I was oh, like, right. send. I was like, all right, let me see what he says. He texts back. He said, change a couple of things here. Other than that, I like it. I was like, Ooh, okay. All right, we can see. we can breathe. I'm, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we took the suggestions that he said, and it, well, I was like, okay, cuz I'll see you. So, <laughs> so yeah, That's but it was. Up. I held my breath tight. I like. Let me let me see what you think, Andy. See, like, I like it. So, but, but you know what? But that's a good thing though, because you know he's yeah. not gonna sugarcoat it and be like, no. "Oh no, it's good." Nah, you need yeah. somebody who loves you and cares for you and to tell you the truth. Yeah, no, nah, my family, nah, everybody in my family gonna tell me if it sucks. <laughs> my mom, my mom be like, "You are, you are, you tried." Okay, now Aww. let me strip this down. She'll tell me everything that I did right, which might be five mm-hmm. things, and she's gonna have a list <laughs> of things that Not I did a wrong. List. Yeah, so but this is wrong. yeah, so yeah, so if I if I produce something, if I write something, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, it's like, I gotta be one. I gotta be inspired. I can't force any music. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. You know. Um, then there was one track that I played for my mom. She was like, "It's dope." I got nothing. Really? I said, "Yes." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not, not, I got you. In your face. <laughs> I was like, "Woo! All right, cool. Feeling, I'm feeling good." So, man, I grow. I, this is a tough. This is a tough family. As far as music is concerned, this is a tough family. They do not play. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire is another one. Uh, <laughs> y'all, you're gonna laugh when I say this. B Slade is another one. Really. Uh, Yes. Yeah. Oh God! You you ratched all the way back here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're we're all fans. We're all fans. Like, and, and biggest thing is, you know, we're fans of good music. You know, so mm-hmm. anything between, um, yeah, like I said, uh, Fred Hammond is another one. Ty Tribbett is another one. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Z is another one. Outkast is another one. So, like anybody you can think of that put up really that put out really really dope music. Out of everybody, Stevie's at the top. He, okay, he so to me is, Stevie to you is like Prince to me. Yeah, he's the greatest. Like mm-hmm. y'all, you're gonna see me ball up in a corner when when I hear that Stevie's gonna pass. So I'm gonna be like, <laughs> when I tell you, I was at J.C. Penny shopping and getting ready to go to her interview, and my daughter <laughs> called me and she was like, "Mommy, did you hear?" I'm like, "Hear what?" She's like, "Prince." I'm like, "What about him?" She's like, mommy, it's all over inter- on the internet and this and another. I got off the phone, looked on there. Why did I go in the dressing room and cry? I, I mean, not just, I mean, just cried and cried. <laughs> the the woman came knocking on the door. She was like, are you okay? And I was like, Prince died. And she was like, oh, I understand. Mm-hmm. I didn't think when Michael passed. And I was like, oh, I'm just so toe up. Yeah. And I went to the interview. Mine jacked up. Mm-hmm. And dude asked me, um, what are the three adjectives to describe myself? I said, I can't remember the first two I said, but the last one I said was childish. Oh. <laughs> I did not get the job, but I was so I was so discombobulated about Prince. And then he gives me a tour of the facility, and then on the news. They show Prince again, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't know that." I'm like, uh-huh. "You over here crying, yeah." Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh," and everybody's like, "Why didn't you reschedule?" I was like, "I don't know. I couldn't think." No, I understand. I understand. Not yet. No, that's uh, I cried when Prince died. I cried. I, well, I know. I cried with you. Michael. 
I think everybody cried mm-hmm. with Michael. Um, you didn't? No, I mean I was sad, but I'm I'm a I'm a just it's all about Prince for me. No, so I get it. It, I get it. So so I was I mean I was sad because it happened so quick. They was like Michael Jackson fell. Michael Jackson's on his way to the hospital. Michael's at the hospital. Michael's gone. It was like mm. it was just quick. Mm-hmm. But Prince, it was all of a sudden. It was random. Yeah, that one was, was random. Like I, I boohooed. I had diamond. I had diamonds and pearls on repeat. That's my favorite Prince song, like ever. Yeah, and, is it? And I told yeah, oh yeah. And I told somebody they were like, "You really?" I'm like, "I'm tore up." No, like Prince was like your favorite, your favorite musician's favorite music. Yeah, yeah. Like, I couldn't talk Prince to nobody. Was the, Prince was the truth. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know you couldn't. I didn't. Re- I don't think I reached out to you. I think about a week or two later, I was like, but I was sitting there. I found out. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. in the car. no, actually, my boy Jason called me, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Bro, did you hear?" I said, "What?" And he was like, "Prince is gone." I said, "Like when I say time stopped, I said what?" Yes. And I just cried, and I had when I said I had diamonds and pearls on repeat. All day, like I just, I was boohooing. I listened so to I, everything from his first <laughs> to his last. That for like three days straight, I was just told up. My, yes, this I, is how bad I mean, it was. I had people from I went to high school with call me, check on me. This a friend of mine that with the uh, she moved to Texas. She mm-hmm. called me. She and she was like, I just want to make sure you didn't jump off a, a bridge or something. My sister in law. She called me and was like, I just want to give you my condolences. Wow. Like we was married. <laughs> so yeah. No, they that's why I could, that I I could was totally messed up. Yeah, I could totally understand. Maurice White, like he had passed. And like when I said like Earth Wind and Fire is like the soundtrack for my family. Mm-hmm. So when he passed, we just, I was sad. I didn't cry, but we played my father played his play Earth Wind and Fire literally for two weeks straight. Two like weeks that. straight. Like, we were just lit, like, it was all in the house. Everybody was playing Earth on the Fire at some point. So, but yeah, no, yeah, like Prince, Prince and Michael. But yeah, no, like, for real. When, when Stevie I'll, goes, I'll check on you. y'all gonna I, I, I might just send a text because you might be balled <laughs> up because I couldn't talk be- to people. My, my, my kids <laughs> left me alone. They was like, leave mama alone. She, she, she I need to regroup. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm going to be- see Poker Rain. Oh yeah, because <laughs> the, remember they played it at the movie theater. Yeah, they did. I remember that. I I went to go see it, and that one scene that darling Nikki where he's laying on the ground like he's like he, I was like, oh god, he's really gone, and I was like, start <laughs> crying all over again. I was like, I can't, I can't handle it. I'm like, oh man. I was like, I hope people in church don't judge me, which they probably do anyway. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm it saying I'm pretty sure. Nah, it was funny because yeah, no, a lady. Uh, there was a minister. A few days after, uh, on that on that Sunday when he passed, that Sunday, uh, mm-hmm. she started saying like all the titles in his song and a prayer. I said, "No, she did." I was on keys, and then she was like, "You know, we love you more than diamonds and pearls." I said, "Wait, what? Like, hold on, well, okay, time, what? Well, wait a out, minute, time out, time out, time out, time out." Time out. I love you, Chris, you. but don't you send us all the hell with you? I'm like, hey, no, no. No, this is not okay. This is what we're really doing. Like she said that. She this said what we really let's go crazy. Let's uh yeah. No, <laughs> so I was like, you ma'am, you tripping. <laughs> but but I can tell, but I mean, but that showed, you know, on the one end, I was like, we really doing this in church. The other end, I was like, that shows the impact on 
what Prince what really had. had. Yeah. yeah, so that's it. And that's one of those things. I was like, Prince, if you could really see the impact that you had, my dude. Like, it, the yeah, whole your impact. The world was... shut down and put on purple. <laughs> Did the church folks have a problem with you doing the R&B? They ain't said nothing yet. And to be, I mean, to be really to be honest, yeah, no, they ain't said nothing yet. Most of them are at the jazz kitchen, so <laughs> they come, they come out and they'll like get off my I phone. Say, no, for real, no, <laughs> like I'm serious. A lot of them will go to the jazz kitchen in a heartbeat. I'm, that's I say, cool. I got a show. They say what time? Like that's that's real. So you know, they, you know, most most of my church, they don't care, which it it kind it eases my mind. You know, but even on the still, I really wouldn't care if somebody had an issue with it because at the end of the day, and I was telling somebody this, I was like, you know, I had, and I, and I share this at, at all times together. I was doing a gig once at Union Fifty with the band with with Bashir's side and 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 the band, and this lady that came up to me and said, "You put so much joy in my heart." She said she was going to uh, commit suicide earlier that day. Shut up. Yeah. But somebody had brung her out. Let's go to Union 50. There's a band. You want to hear them and everything like that. And we played the music. And she said, we put a lot of joy in her heart. She was about to commit suicide. And that, to me, meant, you know, that meant more than a whole lot. It even meant more than the check that I was getting that night. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I look at it, you know, I'm playing good music. I'm playing the music that I've always wanted to play. And also, I'm looking at it as a ministry opportunity, too. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You know, so for somebody to come up to me, I didn't even know this person. She didn't even know who I am. And -hmm. for somebody to come up to me and say that, it was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying. You're still doing the work. Exactly. No matter how people want to look at it, you're still doing the work. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, she was like, can we pray? I said, sure. So I prayed with her. And uh, and from what I understand, she's still, she's living her best life. <laughs> so it was a it That's was what's up. And I think I, yeah, I came home and just sat for like 10 minutes, really just like, oh, this really just happened. But I mean, that, yeah, like at the end of the day, yeah, the, the work still goes for it. You know, and that's right. when that's that's when I knew I was like, yeah, I'm I'm here for this. You know, because I noticed that when, right because I noticed when you post stuff, you always mm-hmm. put good music yep. and real music. Because yep. usually when I because when I share y'all stuff, I always say real music because real music is dying. I mean, real bands. <laughs> where, where where y'all where, where y'all at? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired of these computerized music. I mean, it's a little dab of doing. It's cool. But dang, right, right. where the live bands at? Mm. I miss the mid conditions, the Tony, Tony, Tony. I mean, yeah. the lot. I mean, because yeah. you know I'm a '90s kid, so it's like when y'all came on the scene, mm. I'm like, well, about freaking time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, nah, play, that's that's real. I know because I played y'all stuff for my husband. He was like, shut. Up. I'm like, oh, these dudes ain't no joke. Actually, you know what? Okay, real quick, shameless plug. So we're doing a tribute to Mint Condition, July 5th at the Jazz Kitchen. It's two oh, shows, 7.30 and a 10. Yeah. It's 7.30. All right, bet. Come through. And I'm singing background. Keeping this all the way legit, straight Mint Condition tribute. Because, you know, they didn't have, outside of them, they didn't have any background singers. No, in. they didn't. So we, we feel the exact same way. We feel the exact same way. Yeah, dying. No. Yeah, dying. I don't. And 
I probably lose some people after I say this. The rap game nowadays, I'm really feeling it. Yeah, you got Everybody, a few. You got a few. You got a few that I'm gonna buff, but a, a handful, literally, 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 <laughs> literally. Because the ones that come and go, I'm like, they should have never came. Just they, they, I'm, they garbage. And even R&B music do, doesn't really have that feel like you used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. Certain songs you would hear, you could, you would remember where you was, what you was doing. And mm. sometimes who you was doing it with, just right. saying. <laughs> but the music now is so touch and go, and don't have no heart to it. You just trying to sell it. There's no heart to it. That's so true. when y'all came, like I said, like when y'all came, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not necessarily we're saying we're on a mission or anything like that. But you know, I've always looked at it in this sense. It's like oh. I owe a lot to the ones that came before me. So like Stevie and Michael and Marvin and Prince and Quincy and all those guys, you know, Donnie Hathaway, all of them. Like though they set the they set the bar. So yeah, so I mean so for so for people like that, D'Angelo, Erica, the whole nine, like they they mm-hmm. set and continued to raise raise the bar for me and you know, and it's like now we got PJ. You know, and PJ's putting out extremely dope music. I'm happy that he got a Grammy, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, yeah, now, that was one of those. It was one of those. It's like, okay, it's about time. <laughs> it right, was, that right. Grammy win was like, okay, this overdue. is long overdue. Overdue. Yeah. overdue. So to see him get it, it was like, okay. You know, I hit him up, and he told him congratulations. He was like, I appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. And he said, y'all going to be coming soon. I said, I appreciate it, you know. Darn yeah. right we are. You should have been like, darn right we are. <laughs> nah, that was like, I was like, that's the goal. That's that's what we're reaching for. But oh, yeah, y'all like, be there. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, real, real music is dying. But at the same time, you know, and I tell people all the time, I was like, you you hate to look look look, and you gotta like go through a bunch of crap to find it. But once you find it, you know, try and hold on to it as best and as long as you can. It's almost like um, tap or. As a as a dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lost art. I mean, not everybody can tap, and not mm-hmm. everybody can play real music. Mm-hmm. It, it's a lost form. Yeah, because I know, yeah, tap. Like even for me, tap was still a pretty big. I'm a '90s kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, yeah, I grew up in the '90s, and I saw everybody <clears throat> trying to get tap shoes and doing all this right. and everything like that. And no, and you said it right there too. I'm like, yeah, that's a lost art too. Right, because so. remember everybody was all up on uh, Gregory Hines. That yeah. was like the big deal. Yeah. So he was that dude. And then <laughs> like uh, Stop him, the Noise. Savion, yeah, yeah. Savion Glover and yeah. yeah but... And it's like after that it just was like where is it? You know. <laughs> no, and, and you hate to say it like that but at the same yeah. time it's, it's that way. So, How old were you when you first started playing? I was 15. Really? I was 15. Actually, that's kind of old. <laughs> I know. I started late. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, usually people say, oh, about five or six. No, no. I was the late kid. Self-taught or did you go through high school and learn how? Oh, no. I was self-taught. And then, self-taught? Uh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. I was self-taught. And it was crazy. The way it happened, I was taking music theory and everything just kind of blew up from there. <laughs> so it was one of those. I was like, I kind of figured it out, and it was funny because I'm I'm surrounded by musicians in my family. Like everybody, at some point in their life, played something. My mom played piano for a really long time. My grandmother played piano for a really long time. My cousin 
uh, he's the music director for Mariah Carey. Did not know that. Yeah. And he, yeah, oh. he's, he's one of my, he's, he honestly is the biggest reason why I play. Cause I saw him play one day and I was like, I, like watching him play when I was younger. Yeah. My cousin's pretty dope. I watched him before I started playing. <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. It just kind of happened from there. But yeah, I was taking music theory. I was doing, uh, I was in marching band. I was playing trombone. I played trombone for a really long time. And then I put it down once I started playing. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, yeah, I like this. And I still, I stuck with it through college. I got scholarships off of trombone and everything like that. But get out. Yeah. So when I went to Vincennes, it was just one of those things. They were like, yeah, here you go. We got some money for you, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, cool. And then it was one of those things. I would practice for like 45 minutes on trombone and then play piano for 30. And then it's like all of a sudden that would like that, that pendulum switch. I would practice for 45 minutes on piano. And then I would play trombone for 30. And then it's like, after that, piano was just like, okay, here I am. Can you even play anymore? No. (laughs) What was the first album you ever heard? Do you remember? Was it Stevie? No. What was the first album that grabbed you? The first album that grabbed me was Earth, Wind & Fire's I Am. Yeah, when I say I grew up with real, for real, for real. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah, that was the first album that grabbed my attention. The that, the album that I fell in love with music with was Stevie Wonder songs and Kid Life. But yeah, no, okay. that was the first album I remember my mom and dad playing literally all the way through. See, that, you that had that life. Place. I had the life of the only music mom and daddy was playing in the house was James Cleveland, <laughs> you know, Mighty Clouds of Joy, Shirley Caesar. Right, right. We, we got to, that. We got that. We too. had to sneak secular worldly music in the house and listen to it <laughs> so when they would go somewhere i would sneak in my brother's room because he had the stash like it was oh, true yeah. he right. had the stash and and that's how i fell in love with prince it was the dirty mind album wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. wow and the, i was in the third grade and dude i lie to you not i fell in love with this album so much that i took it to show and tell are you serious? Yep. And the what? teacher didn't know what I was about to put on the record player. He thought that I was going to play one of the little kitty records or whatever. <laughs> Dude, because he was in the front of the class. I will never forget this. He was in the front of the class. And I was in the back where the record player was at. Oh, you got to so, be kidding me. No. So I this little pigtail third grader, I can go back there, get, pull the album out the back, put it mm-hmm. on there, and I put it on head. Wow. That was my jam. I didn't know what that song was about. Wow. That teacher flew back there, darn near scratched that record. It was like, baby, you can't play this in here. I'm like, why not? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, you can't play this in here. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's how, when I say Prince will be my dude forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, forever. <laughs> but then the second album will be. Um, Rick James, and then I have, and then was Parliament was the third album I heard. Mm-hmm. So I was in that era. This filth, Florin, Florin, filth. <laughs> <laughs> Who did the arrangements for the strange arrangement for the uh, for the action for the competition part? Um, yeah, yeah, we all put a lot of input on it, but uh, Brandon was one that really kind of tied everything. I mean, who, who decided what song y'all was going to use? I mean, because y'all used about, what, three or four different songs? Yeah, well, actually... Or artists, what, rather? 
Yeah, the way the way the competition was, we had to use one hip hop song, one main hip hop song, one main R and B song, and one main pop song. The moment we got in, that's when we all were like, okay, let's all start throwing some artists in there. Let's listen to what we can listen to and everything like that. And because one of those things we had to kind of listen to what was hot on the radio at that time, mm-hmm. or what people still remembered, or you know stuff like that. So you know, as far as the the Kanye West. That was that was Brandon. I was like, hey, Kendrick Lamar is the hottest rapper right now, so we gotta at least sample something. The say yes over the Skype, Joe actually came up with that idea. The Janae Iko, Jesse came up with that. Yeah. So yeah, like we heard it on the radio. Jesse heard it on the radio and was like, yo, we gotta use this. And at that time, I actually wanted to use Usher's Good Kisser because that one just blew up. But then it was like, nah, everybody's still rocking with Janae, so let's let's rock with Janae and then um uh, the scissor part, we actually kind of had, we had to find that one. We really didn't know what it was. We were like, yeah, okay, that'll work. So, <laughs> not that we had to find it. No, we kind of had, we had to kind of search for that one, but um, mm-hmm. it worked. But uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, so we weren't really necessarily mad, but um, but yeah, no, as far as the boondocks, that was me. <laughs> I'm a, I, I was, I'm a fan of the Boondocks from day one. So mm-hmm. putting that in, and we all were like, "Yeah, we want to tell a story and everything like that." And I was like, "Well, let's end it with this." And everybody was like, "Perfect." And then uh, Brandon on uh, Brandon put the uh, "Heartless" by Kanye West on top of that, and we were like, "That's perfect." So, so yeah, that's so, but that's I mean, pretty so, much what happened. So how did y'all feel when they was like, "Y'all won"? <laughs> and I, I mean, we were, seriously, we were, I mean, y'all walked in the in there fresh out the gate and mm-hmm. been some veterans in there, yeah, in this competition, and y'all some newbies, yeah, and y'all won. Yeah, it was it was crazy because we we put everything in the middle of the table. We put we literally pushed everything in the middle of the table. We put all our chips on the on the table, and we were like, here it is, accept it, take it or leave it. And we did the sound check. We did the Skype part and. The sound guy muted the track, and we were like, "No, let it play. We got something that's gonna go on top of this." So he and so he unmuted. We came in with the group. We came in with the groove. Everybody that mm-hmm. was on staff, including the person that was putting it on, Coco, everybody stopped what they were doing. They were like, "What just happened?" Wow! <laughs> and, and they knew we we had a good feeling that we were going to win. Yeah, but yeah, everybody stopped. They and one person came up to me. They were like, "Um." Y'all, y'all, y'all are y'all know y'all gonna win this, right? We were like, well, we'll dang, see. Yeah, dang. No, but, the dude, not... <laughs> but the dude was serious. He was like, no, y'all really are about to like murder everybody. No one has done that before. So we go in there, and there was like two other groups. One group came back because they had won. They wanted to defend the title. Mm-hmm. Totally understandable. We get that. Right. That's not a problem. Then there was another group that did it before, and they were like, well, okay, well, now we kind of understand it. That's cool. Everybody else mm-hmm. were. We were everybody else were a bunch of newbies. So when we won, it wasn't necessarily a shock or a surprise, but we were excited. We were excited like we just like opened up a brand new present, you know, just on the simple mm-hmm. fact that we came in and we did what we needed to do to, you know, and we didn't mm-hmm. want to we hated to look at it in that competition sense, but at the same time, that's what the that's what it was. You know, it was right. a competition. And so when they it? said Five. Five, okay. Yeah, five. And actually there was another band from from Indy. And uh we we were proud. We were just we were all proud just on the simple fact that, you know, Indy I'm like, yo, this is Indiana. Like we're actually representing from <laughs> our right. our state, like our city, you know. 
I like this right. is a major this is a major move. It's a major thing for us, and we were able to put Indiana on the map. You know, right? Not too many people from Indy that's got well Michael and Babyface, right? But kind of stops right there unless you're talking about the 500, and who cares about that? <laughs> 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 if you could have any song be your theme music when you walk into a room, what would it be? <laughs> It would actually be one or two songs. If, if either one of these songs were playing, I'd walk in crazy. It would be DNA by Kendrick Lamar or the theme song to the Boondocks. No other song, huh? Just those two? Just those two. Why? Yeah. But why Boondocks, though? Besides that being your favorite show. It's my favorite show. I love, like, the word. The words on that on that Boondocks theme is, like, really dope. I am a stone that the builder refused. Like, if everybody, like, if you could just, like, listen to that joint and just listen to what he's saying. Lyrically, it's actually really, really dope. Yeah, just get on YouTube, type in the Boondocks, and it'll pop up. Easy. Boondocks theme song okay. is going to pop up. Listen to the lyrics. And, it, and it's like, you listen to the lyrics, you'll, you'll know why I picked it. Okay. <laughs> I, I shall do that. Yeah. All right. Thank you, brother. You know I got you. <laughs> you know I, I got you. Thanks for, the, thanks for the phone call. Thanks, folks, for tuning in for this week's episode of Worldly Church Girl. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can get all the episodes quick, fast, and in a hurry. Also, don't forget, if you have an idea and you would like for me to talk about it on the show, or better yet, you would like to talk about it yourself, click the link below and I'll make sure that I get back with you as soon as I can. And thanks again for listening to your girl, Lillian Harshaw, aka Worldly Church Girl. <laughs>